Welcome back, everybody, to They Didn't Tell You Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany. We're here for yet another episode. Um, I'm calling this episode Motivate, and there's number eight at the end of it, and that was on purpose. I actually intended for this to be episode number eight, but, you know, things happen, life happened. It didn't work out the way I had planned, but the episode is still taking place with an amazing individual that I cannot wait for y'all to get to know, to hear from, to learn from, so, you know, pull gems from, because I already know He's about to give y'all that good information. So I need you to um, pull out the notes section of your phone. I need you to get your notebooks ready. I need you, whatever you do to take down notes and information. This, yeah, you love it. This is the episode, okay? This is the episode <laughs> that I need you to get your notes down. I, I'm not playing with y'all. So without further ado, I would like to allow my guest to introduce himself. Please tell everyone who you are and what you're up to. What's going on, everybody? So my name is Quan, but I go by Chef Beans, and I created something called Intentional Consumption, which is homegrown healing for the soul. Homegrown healing for the soul. I help people harvest their full potential, uh, and I have a lot of different seeds that I've been planting over the past couple of years that I'm excited that are growing not only in front of my eyes, in front of everyone else's eyes. So I'm super grateful that Tiff has me here on her podcast and I'm excited to just be present with her and just take it wherever we take it. Yes, yes, yes. So Chef Beans, can you do me a favor? Can you tell us a little bit about the Chef Beans Cafe, the Chef Beans brand um, and the actually yes. the intentional brand as well? Absolutely. So Chef Beans was created, I want to say, in like 2015. Um, I am a member of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated. Shout and out to the bros. You show shout out to the bros. <laughs> I was randomly at a cookout and I didn't have any like paraphernalia. And one of the bros just randomly threw me a chef at. So most of my life, my nickname was Q Beans because my name is Quan and my boys just started calling me Q Beans. Once I got this chef hat, people were like, oh, now we're going to start calling you Chef Beans. And I used the Chef Beans aspect as a metaphor for the things that I created. I started doing random things on Snapchat, but it was just like, oh, hey, it's, it's Chef Beans. It wasn't until, I want to say, 2017, uh, the apartment that I was staying at in Newark caught on fire. And I remember I lost my chef hat. I even had a chef apron that was created that had Chef Beans on it but I never lost my creativity. So once I was at this crossroad, I'm like, how can I take this to the next level? I need to make it make sense. So then I came up with the two words, intentional consumption as a metaphor for everything that I cook up and just helping people to add intent to not only what they physically consume, but the content they consume, the conversations they have and the energy that they ingest. And as far as where being intentional came from, uh, after I moved from New Jersey to Los Angeles to pursue this life of just abundance, prosperity, and just a purpose-driven life, I was invited to a Rock the Tea event. And it was this super, this super beautiful black woman who was just like, I was having a conversation <laughs> with her. She's like, yeah, if you're not doing that, you should come to this Rock the Tea event. Do you have any powerful shirts? I'm like, yeah, I got a bunch of shirts. But realistically, I did. So I'm like, okay, let me think, what shirt can I get done that makes sense? And I'm thinking about, let me turn the pages in your mind. Let me, a bunch of stuff that just was random. I'm like, nah, you got intentional consumption. What about being intentional? So I got this shirt made and I got so much attention from wearing that shirt. I'm like, 
maybe I should hold on to this. A few months later, people kept asking me if they could purchase the shirt. And now I'm just in a space to where I've been shipping the shirts internationally. And I have now joggers, hoodies, hats. It's just just a blessing to, I guess, take a chance on myself in this purpose-driven life and to endure the struggle, but to now start to reap the benefits of me taking a chance on myself. So in a nutshell, that's who Chef Beans is. That's what the intentional consumption brand is about. And that's how I'm actively helping people add intent to everything that they do. I mean, what a word. What a word. You know, and as I told y'all to get your notes out, I'm over here taking my own notes. And so something I wrote down about when you mentioned that you lost a lot of your things, especially your chef hat in that fire, you know, you lost something physical, but you never lost like what was within you. You didn't lose your ideas. You didn't lose your that creativity. And I just think like, damn, you know, I think some of us, sometimes we, we fear that when we lose physical things, that everything's gone. And we have right. nothing left. But you you took that and said, no, I still have this. I still have um, something I could put out into this world. And, and look what came of it. And Chef no. B, the, the Be Intentional brand, the Be Intentional shirts is, is everywhere. I just purchased me the beige hoodie. Right, 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 I already right. know. I, I was right. talking to the I said, I don't care. I need that beige hoodie. It's that. not for I sale. I, okay, I don't care. I need it. I don't care if it's summertime and it's still nine degrees outside. I want it now. So right. when it gets cool out, I got something to wear. I'm very right. proud of you, Quan. Um, one more thing with you, because Quan's up to a lot of things, and I want to make sure he talks about every single thing he's up to. Can you talk to us about transparency? Absolutely. So intentional consumption is the, 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 the umbrella, and everything else falls under that umbrella. So another thing as far as me feeling as though it's worth people, or people should be intentional about consuming, is this project that I created called Transparency. Now, what Transparency speaks about is the dating world that we, we're all experiencing, whether we're dealing with someone or we're dealing with multiple people, because I do think we should normalize dating multiple people. I'm not saying you should be sexually active with all of them, but it is okay to, you know, not put all your eggs in one basket mm-hmm. until you tailor in whatever you're trying to do. But ultimately, when it comes to dating, people usually give you whatever version of themselves that they want, that they want you to kind of fall in love with, which usually aligns with the better parts of themselves or the parts that they can convince you that they have. So what transparency is, what if people were openly transparent on a first date, whether that's different problems that they face with their mommy issues or daddy issues, or if they're incapable of entertaining an interracial relationship, or the different microaggressions that they face at work and how it weighs them down. And transparency is also attached to self-awareness. So I want to start normalizing what transparency looks like on the forefront so that can ultimately help people to be more self-aware so that they can communicate in a higher level in actual life so i've already done two seasons the first seasons i had multiple people from the person who just got out of a relationship who's struggling with the heartbreak to someone who's very in love and being that we had to be quarantined around the time i wanted to drop season two i was faced with the position to where i was each character but I told a love story from someone who fell in love, who wasn't, you know, really trying to do the long distance thing. It didn't work out. And I guess you got to watch the season to see how it ended. But it's about people getting to know themselves so that they can communicate who they are to someone else in the most transparent way possible. And that's on YouTube. That's on my Instagram, chef underscore beans. But 
back to what I was saying under that intentional consumption umbrella is all attached to healing is all attached to helping people harvest their full potential. Mm. Yes, Quan, sip of water because you deserve, you went in. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to go over a why I asked Quan a why behind this episode, but I think these past couple minutes, you heard everything. You, th- everything <laughs> you said is my why. This is why Quan is here. All right. So I hope right. I'm taking my notes. You're, like I said, you're doing the same thing too, because I'm pulling so much from what you're saying. And this is why the episode is all about motivate, because I want to motivate somebody to do something, even when they feel like they have nothing to offer, or they feel like, like I said before, you know, the, the things that they, they, that were tangible are no longer tangible. They, they've left them in some way, shape or form. What can, what else can I do? So Quan, what motivated you or pushed you? And I know you said you talked a little bit about Chef Bean's um, Cafe. And if you feel like you, this is redundant, you don't have to answer. But like, what pushed you to really create this brand and really push you to move forward with it full force? No, absolutely. Um, now, this question allows me to go more into detail. So I am someone, which I think our generation as millennials, we experience, we go through K through 12, and it's kind of a no-brainer that we're going to go to college because that's mm-hmm. the norm. And we don't want to be the one friend not to go to college. Mm-hmm. So then we go to college and then we find out which profession makes sense to us, regardless if that was our major, we sort of inside, whatever. Like we figure out at least what makes sense to us. If not, what can pay the bills? So then we graduate and we get into these situations to where we're working, but also we don't want our parents to not have something to add to the conversation when they go to work as far as what my kids doing, it's all this pressure that's put on to us. So I was in a situation where I was working in K through 12, in education, then I was working in higher education, and I kept bouncing around at these jobs that I was highly effective at, but it wasn't really what I, what gave me inexplainable joy. And the things that inexplainable joy was the creative side of me, was the content creation slash turning my thoughts into the physical. And the only outlet that I had to do that at the time was Chef Beans. But I was only doing it, like I said, passively on Snapchat sometimes. Or if I just got a haircut, I'll show from when I look rough to where I look sharp. And people enjoyed this, but they didn't know, like, that brought me so much joy, just the action of creating it. So mm-hmm. at, the, at the time where 2017 was already a rough year, prior to my crib physically catching on fire, I already felt like the weight of the world was on my shoulders from family uh, deaths to just different things that I was going through at that time. So the physical aspect of my house catching on fire just put me at a place to where I lost all these monetary things that I worked hard for. And it's like, okay, so what are you going to do now? I exercised my force. I was like, if you continue with this path, you're going to keep working at these jobs that you're effective at, that you're not necessarily happy at. You're probably going to then get a girl and then start a family. And your kids are going to ask you different things, but it's going to be a double-edged sword because you're going to tell them to pursue whatever makes them happy. But if you're not living that, Mm -hmm. how could you really communicate that? So I'm like, now is the time for me to make this radical change. I pray for clarity, pray for direction. Los Angeles kept reoccurring. And I'm like, okay, if you're trying to take this to the next level, this seemed like the hub to at least learn how to do it. So what are you going to do? Read a book called the way of the superior man. And one thing in that book, it told me that if you're not actively penetrating the world the same way you're penetrating your woman, they'll both be able to feel it. So how Mm -hmm. are you going to make sure you're doing both? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, if I'm going to make this decision so that I can give the world and whoever I'm supposed to be with the best version of myself, 
now is the time. And of course, it was a major reset, but I'm way more empowered now to know that I have full control over what's happening to me. Like I'm waking up in this beautiful headspace because every day is a reflection of me taking a chance on myself. And it, like I said, it gives me so much empowerment. Mm -hmm. So where as far as Chef Bean's Cafe being intentional, intentional consumption, everything that people are seeing now was a decision that I made for me to be the best version of myself. And now the momentum is this giant snowball slash avalanche that's unstoppable. There's nothing that can knock me off of this trajectory that I'm on because I'm already experiencing this bliss to where if I was to experience anything less than this, I will know that I'm settling because mm -hmm. I'm experiencing this bliss now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love what you said about what would you tell your kids one day. I think about that a lot in, when, I, when I do things in, in life and in, um, any actions that I do, like even with this podcast, if, if I'm going to tell my kids to, to fight for their dreams, to not give up, what, what does that look like? And if I've never actively practiced it, how can I encourage them to do something I've, I don't know what it feels like to do so that when they fall short or when they fall off, they're going to ask me like, well, you know, look at me like, well, mom, I can't do it or this or that. And how am I going to tell them how to push through, how to persevere if I've never pushed through and did that? Um, so I love that you said that. And the book, the, that book you talked about, I might have to look that up to see what that's about as well. So in a sense, I, I kind of wanted a little bit more too. Like, what do you feel like your brand means to you personally? My my brand, so what my because this is not my first brand. For anyone who doesn't know, I have a company as well called College Shirt Tour, which was also on a great trajectory. Yes, yes. But the reason why I had the that's I guess halt that is because I feel like I needed a larger umbrella for all of my talents to exist under. So what Chef Beans Cafe slash intentional consumption means to me, it is who I am. My be intentional shirts aren't just a phrase is how I live my life as well. So I feel like that's also why I've been having so much success because I post my morning routine. I post my struggles as well as my successes. I'm even making sure that I'm intentionally dating right now because I'm not in a relationship, but I add intent to everything that I do because I don't want to be a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's not just something that I push and then when I clock out, I clock out. I add intent to everything that I do. So it's helping me, A, hold myself accountable for my actions, but to also show people a reflection of what it looks like for you to, A, have a healthy relationship with yourself, but to also assess situations. Not saying that you shouldn't be spontaneous with some things, but you should have a level of discernment to where you're like, what outcome am I looking from from that? And if that's the outcome that I'm looking from, maybe I shouldn't hop in that car. Or maybe I should stop going to the club as much if I'm trying to make sure I'm, I'm done my book this month. Or if these mm -hmm. people don't possess the polarity that I need to grow, even though we've been sandboxing with each other, it's okay for me to cut them off, for me to be fruitfully attracting everything that I want. It's like these type mm -hmm. of questions that I ask myself in different situations. So that's what my brand means to me. It helps me hold myself accountable, but also hold others accountable. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. I love that. So why do you think that most people struggle with self-motivation? And then can you tell me how you've had struggled with it? I think a lot of people struggle with self-motivation due to, A, I guess I want to say like experience with hardship because I still got to motivate myself all the time. And when I'm experiencing 
low, low, lower levels of depression or lower levels of just like stress. I got to remind myself like, yo, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. But being that I've taken the time to embrace like my season of solitude to where I have a great relationship with myself, I'm able to get myself out of these funks, whether it's positive affirmations, positive talks, or even this resource that I've created for myself in my notepad, which I have a list of things that pull me out of my funk. A few things on that list, which I encourage a lot of people to do is strawberry shortcake ice cream, classic uh, hood movies, battle rap, uh, exercising, freaking talking to my sister. There's, I have a resource to where when I am experiencing like these lower moments to where I do need self-motivation, I have physical activities that can pull me out of it. But I feel like a lot of people struggle with it is because they haven't taken the time to look themselves in the mirror to really heal from things from the past. Because when I embrace that, that journey of getting to know myself, I had to be like, when you're going through certain things, you might not even necessarily be mad at that person. You're mad because they reminded you something from the past. But let's think about the first time you've ever felt betrayed. How did that make you feel? Why did that make you feel that way? And why are you struggling to let that go? And go through those emotions, emotions again to find the courage to release it. So it's a lot of different healing that I, I think people have to be brave enough to embrace. So when they find similar situations that trigger them, they're able to face them and release them. Because self-motivation is very challenging. Developing a relationship with yourself is very challenging, but it's necessary challenges if you truly want to attract the level of abundance and happiness that you deserve. But you got to be okay with looking yourself in the mirror, the good, the bad, the insecurities, the blemishes, everything, and being like, this is a part of me. This is what makes me unique. But this is also why I'm cool as hell. This is also why mm-hmm. I'm complete before every room that I walk into. Mm-hmm. I don't need any room or any person to validate me. I was validated when I woke up. I was validated throughout the day. And I validate myself because I do have talents that the world needs. So let me continue to be the best version of myself. These are conversations that I have with myself, regardless of however I'm feeling. I'm kind of like, you have something that the world needs, so you have to keep trucking. Mm-hmm. So the more and more people develop ways to pour into themselves, I feel like that would be a great first step as far as self-motivating themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I like I like what you said, and I think healthy ways to pour into yes, themselves healthy. too. I think sometimes people lean on things and they're like, well, this makes me happy and this makes me feel good, but it's not necessarily healthy or good for you. It's something that you're right. doing. Um, and I think it's, it's very easy for us to lean on the things that we feel like, all right, you better pour it up, pour it up. Go off. My days don't stop. I just had to get a quick midday one. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had to get some, 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 some Scotty real. Some no. Scotty. <laughs> I just had to get some scotto real quick. Like, I just saw him pull the bottle out. He pulled the bottle I said, understood. Understood. Yeah. I appreciate it because Quan came straight from work to do this with me. Yo, for real. From work, and, and if you don't know, Quan's on the West Coast. So right. For, for right now, it's for me, it's nine o'clock at night. But for Quan, I think it's what, about six? Yeah, like like five five to six is like eighty five degrees, mm-hmm. and I rode my bike to work, which oh, I live like six miles away. Oh lord! So I, I kicked it home, <laughs> switched my shirt, threw on my Chevrolet, and just slid in the chair. But I appreciate that's the you for that. You feel me? Like that's the temple that, that I'm on, which I'm okay mm-hmm. with. Because anything less too much 
like quietness. Like I don't like too much routine. I don't like things. So I like to be okay. This is like let's keep it going because it's a it's it's, it's a part of me. I'm okay with that. Like I said earlier, I appreciate you even having me. Of course. Of course, of course. So um, I love what you said about creating a list of things that make you happy. Um, that's something that I have not done. And it's funny. So this is a little fact. And maybe I wasn't going to say it, but I'm going to say it now anyway. Me and Quan actually recorded this whole episode over a month ago. <laughs> about a month ago. <laughs> like this whole entire thing was recorded a month ago and you know something happened with my wi-fi and you know the, the internet's in zoom but we record through zoom and the internet's in zoom it's not perfect it's not perfect at all and i think a lot of podcasters are out here trying to make things work with audio and so it, it is what it is if it sounds choppy you know we doing the best that we can but something happened with my wi-fi and i thought i fixed it because this, the audio sounded crisp it was perfect after that and literally when i went to download my heart sunk because literally it disappeared on me and i thought about something kwan said in that in that first time we recorded which was create that list of things that makes you happy and i was so upset i text kwan like almost like a little almost immediately when i realized it went to shit like bro i'm upset i am <laughs> hurt i am <laughs> mad i text my girls like yo nicole was like it's okay god got, got some better in store for you know how nicole is i right. was like no i'm just so mad it was just so good and then i was like what did kwan tell me in that episode create a list of things that make you feel good and make you feel still feel motivated and something that you can pull from so i was like you know what can i do what can i do and i was not i'm not gonna lie i'm not no alcoholic but the thing that made me happy was drinking makers and ginger ale with a little maraschino cherry in it so i went it, ahead it, 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 that's okay and I did it. And I felt, and I took that little sip and I said, you know, because I had things to do that day as well. And I had somewhere else I had to be. And I was like, you know what? Let's focus on the fact that you still have somewhere to be. You got um, other things to do that, that's going to make you happy in the long run at the end of the day. But right now you're feeling this. Let's, let's start with this list. So if makers makes me happy, then makers right. is what it is. So I, I love that you gave me that gem at that moment because I didn't realize I was going to need to utilize it right then and there. Right. Absolutely. I had no idea. I had no idea. You, you know what, what, what also I realized that people do, though, when they are faced with a hardship or they don't do something that they tell themselves that they're going to do, they so mean to themselves. They're like, man, I do that, why I do that, X, Y, Z. But what I've learned to is, A, not stomp myself out the way 2020 has already been trying to do all of us, mm -hmm. but reward myself in those moments. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, the other day, let's say I planned on doing 10 things. I might have done six things on that list. And I'm like, damn, but what about them four things? I remember I got into my head. Then I'm like, bro, really? Go go get some strawberry shortcake ice cream. You got a box of a million freezer. Word, word. And instead of me telling myself or being angry, going, going to sleep with that weight on me, I rewarded myself. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel like that's also okay. I'm not saying you're supposed to do a paper. You don't do the paper. So you go skydiving. Do it. <laughs> it's certain things, but it's more so like, learning healthy ways to respond to situations and even though you have, might have makers on there it's one thing to have makers but it's another thing to be like you know like struggling with alcohol alcoholism that might be not be something that you want on your list yeah, but sure. you can be responsible we we grown you feel me like mm -hmm. we're grown as hell you know what's healthy for you mm -hmm. and you know it's not and mm -hmm. a bigger issue that some sometimes we face is accountability yeah. like 
I can't tell myself that I want to, I want to finish a book, but I'm not writing it. You get what I'm saying? Like that, that book ain't going to write itself or you can't say that you want to attract a certain significant other, but you still out here walling in these streets. Like you're not even creating space for certain levels of accountability that you want. And my biggest distraction back in the day, which you know, you saw me on campus, like I used to be out here in these streets. <clears> you know what I'm saying? Be out here in these streets acting the fuck and up. And then we used to be out here in these streets a little bit, but I had to get to a place to where I'm like, what brings you value? What really gives you that inexplainable joy? What are some of your biggest distractions? One of my biggest distractions was women or were women. So I had to get to a place to where I'm just like, let me fully embrace this season of solitude so that I can track everything that I want because I want to give everyone, my family, my friends, the best version of myself, but there's no way I'll be able to get there if I don't focus on what I really want. So I'm not only going to speak things into existence, I'm going to add action to everything that I want. And that's the space that I'm in now. I'm, I'm adding intent to everything that I do. Even sipping on this Scotty right now. Like, this Scotty, I'm like, oh. I you call him this Scotty. You know what, Quan, what, what, what you're saying is you, you did the work. You did the work. And, and a lot doing. Of people, did and doing. Doing. It's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, it's forever. It's like a living, people say a living document. It's ongoing. It does not stop. Mm-hmm. You should always continue doing the work. And I think for some people, it's too, holding themselves accountable, accountable is too much like work. Because when you think about work, you think about the nine to five that you got or whatever you're doing that you don't like. Who wants to go, who wants to get up to go to work and then come home and do personal self-work? And I don't think people right. understand that that self-work is what can cause you to change that nine to five to your own your own business and branding what you're doing right now and to live right. in a more healthier lifestyle. And I think, you know, even when I used to talk to Quan back in the Disney, just about his, you know, what he was doing out there, you know, I wanted, this, this is, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. I'm like, you know, how am I say this? Doing, you know, doing what he was doing. Um, I wanted, I wanted for men, period. I wanted somebody to be a role model out here for these, for men and young men coming up to show men that there's a different way to live life. There's a different way to treat people. There's a different way to treat yourself too. Cause it, it may seem like that's, that's the route to go because it's fun. It's cool. It's whatever. But I saw Kwan, you don't realize that the energy transference right. with certain people, cause not everybody right. has done the work. And you know, at that age, at, in the twenties, we're damn sure not even thinking about doing the work. Who right. thinking about 19, 19, 20, we ain't thinking about nothing. No, you're going to get talking? this work. That's what, that's what the focus <laughs> You're going to get this work. That's the only work I got time for. It. Right? It's the truth. I mean, I was there too. Like, I, I was in the place in my, in my youth where I was like, you know what? I don't got, yeah, I see people talking about this and that, but I don't, I didn't have a clear example. And I think it's time for us to start setting these examples for, for young people coming up. Um, so, I get, speaking of young people coming up, a lot of young people do listen to this podcast. I, I get to see the demographics. So we do have that demographic that's like when you were in college, that college age student, they are listening as well as folks our age. So I'll be honest though, I get very overwhelmed and uh, very easily. It don't take much at times. And I have a, a hard time buckling down and staying focused. Um, how do you make time for your craft and how do you stay kind of like that tunnel vision? I know sometimes you said like, you know, I don't, I'm not always motivated at times, but when it comes down to like putting pen to paper and, you know, writing that book, cause it's not, like you said, it's not going to write itself. How do you make time to do that? Uh, so I have, I wear a lot of hats besides just this chef that, 
Uh, I manage a restaurant, uh, one of the top Black-owned restaurants in Los Angeles. Shout out to Comfort LA. I have my business where I ship out my shirts. I'm also, I also talk to my family. I do a lot of different things, but I stay focused by deadlines. And sometimes the procrastination bug can bite me very hard. But once I get to a place to where I'm like, you, you, you just have to be, like, I, I, like, it's back to what I was saying earlier as far as me having those conversations with myself. As positive as I talk to myself, sometimes I get grizzly with myself too. Like, bro, mm -hmm. what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Get your ass up right now. <laughs> go downstairs. If you got to get some water, do a jump jack, light a candle, play some white noise, some rain sounds, and put mm -hmm. your pen on that paper. Mm -hmm. Or one of your problems was you wanted to get your shirts out to people faster. Now you have that system. The things are there. You want people to have their shirts as fast as possible because they pay for it. Mm -hmm. Go, like, I, I get grizzly with myself in those points. And even like the book aspect, which is coming out of Champion's Recipe to a Woman's Heart. I'm, yes. I, I understand that a lot of men struggle with romance. And if I understand that and I do want people to attract the love and abundance that they want, that means that I want to give out value to people. And if I want to give out value the best way possible, then I have to use my talent as far as aesthetically and creating, put words together on paper so that I can distribute it. And because of that, it's going to require a level of action and accountability on my end. Therefore, even though you're laying down right now about to watch Avatar, turn off Netflix, put your flip-flops on, and go downstairs and write it. Like yeah. I, Everything goes full circle when it comes to me at these crossroads as far as am I going to do it? Am I not going to do it? Am I going to push it to tomorrow? Mm. I go through this cycle to where I'm like, though you're living in Los Angeles, now you're not on vacation. Yeah. You're yeah. not on vacation. Mm -hmm. You you might want to go to that party or that kickback, which you do go to sometimes, but not as bad as you want to see your little brothers growing up. Mm -hmm. Not as bad as you miss your grandma. Mm -hmm. Not as bad as you want to be the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. So though these things are happening today, you still got orders out. You still got that book to write. You still got that. And I kind of get myself into that bag now. I still do things for leisure. Like I've been able to help in a healthy way, create things that I do for leisure. But I also understand my level of focusness and making that a priority. So that's how I keep myself. And, I, and definitely moving across the country helped me out a lot because I'm away from everything that I knew. I'm away from that certain level of comfort to where now, like I said, the palm trees, the weather, everything might, might be nice, but I don't use that as an illusion. I understand what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. I understand that I'm a seed and I understand that I'm going to continuously grow and harvest things that the world needs. So that's how I stay focused. Understanding the situation that I'm in, and I guess that 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 the empty feeling that I feel sometime away from family as leverage. Like, keep going, bro. Like you, you got it, you got it, and you you're not you're not far from it. I love that. And, and this this Chef Beans recipe to a woman's heart. I need <laughs> to, I need I need to read that. I oh, can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be done. It's definitely going to be done this month, and then okay. I'll find ways of um, creating it and, dis and distributing it. But that's important to me because I, I got the idea back in 2015, 2016, 
Well, you know Cissé, my, my, my yeah, boy. Yeah, 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 He was kind of like, yo, bro, you kind of romantic. That's when I was in my, <laughs> one of my last relationship, my last relationship. And he was like, uh, yo, you should really, like, write some, maybe, like, recipe to a woman. Sorry, I'm like, damn, that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. And I just started thinking of aesthetically how I could create that. And just throughout the years, I guess, through my experience, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for it now. It's going to come out right before cuffing season. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. It's ultimately going to be about, without spoiling it, about romance and how to tailor your romance to your partner, not mm-hmm. to what society tells you to do or not treating this person like an old experience, like getting to know that person so that you can truly exude who they need you to be and who you need to be so that they can be who they're supposed to be. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to have to have you back on once this book Whoa. is out. <laughs> what? I'm serious. I'm I'm still I need to have you back on so when this book is out that because I'm re- I'm reading a lot I'm reading a whole lot lately and I'm very interested in in reading your perspective on this because I think it's it's always been a big a, a thorn in my side with men who don't know how to love women appropriately and let us be our whole selves and let us show up as ourselves and and not try to change us or make us out in your own image you have to see us who we see ourselves in our personal my, tiffany's own image and this right. is how I'm showing up in a space and if you don't like who i who i am then you need to determine what you want to do from there on out it can't be about changing me so i love that you're writing a book about it i think a lot of men need it i don't think a lot of men know the recipe to a woman's heart i think they know the recipe to a woman's cooch i think they know the recipe uh, recipe to a woman's stomach they know the lot we love to eat but i don't think they know the way to really win our hearts over and i don't think a lot of women realize that their hearts have been won over the way that they think they have i think it's an illusion right right so i, I love that and shout out to cisse because i'm hearing him say it to you in his voice and yeah he <laughs> said you, you know Cissé, you know, i can see him i can see him I can see is so I I really I'm really proud of you for that I, I'm ready to I'm already ready to read it, um, so I think you you kind of may have led on to it but if you have anything else to add to what keeps you motivated and what keeps you pushing forward and you talked about your family you talked about everything else but is there anything else that keeps you motivated? Yes, uh, so growing up I'm from Camden, New Jersey, and uh, at a time where I was very misguided. Uh, just get suspended first day of school. Like I used to be a mess, but I feel like that's what happens a lot in like inner cities when young black boys have all this energy, but they don't have anything to do with it. So my cousin randomly came home one day, was like, yo, we going to this after school program. It was the Salvation Army out there, which they also had like a gospel choir, everything. But I bring that up because one of the first songs that we learned was this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And that was mm-hmm. always my favorite song, but I never knew why until maybe these later couple of years. And I realized that early on in my life, that was an affirmation for now. Like we all have this light that we have to decide to let it shine. We literally have to decide. And I feel like the day that I truly decided to let my light shine was the day that I told myself, I'm not selling for anything less than what I deserve. But, and going into 2020, my affirmation was, you're not shrinking yourself this year, regardless of anything. You're not shrinking yourself. So be go. who you're supposed to be in every space and whatever space doesn't have space for you. It doesn't hold the capacity. Don't take it personal. Your light exudes too much brightness for it. So what keeps me going is understanding that I have this light that's so radiant, it attracts people from 
staring at me in the physical presence because I walk with that and that's what keeps me going. What keeps me going is the random messages that I get from strangers. What keeps me going is people saying like, yo, like I'm proud of It's random things that people don't know mean a lot to me, but they do. And I'm noticing the impact that I'm making, even though I don't have it all figured out. That's the thing. People feel like I have to, it's things that I'm learning along the way, but each day is a new day to learn something. But the feedback that I'm getting from people, yo, when you posted this, you don't even know I was going through this that day. And the boom. When you posted that transparency episode, it gave me the courage to have a conversation with someone I was in a toxic relationship with. When you posted, it's like things like that that I'm like, oh, even though when I'm creating, I'm just kind of like, yo, I got to get it out of me. It's the response that I'm getting from people. So that's what keep me going. And this little light of mine, I'm going to continue to let it shine. I was singing it when I was in first and second grade. It's my affirmation now that I'm still going to continue to press on with. I love that. And I love what you said about not shrinking ourselves. Sometimes I feel like a lot of us are afraid to be in front of things. I think a lot of us are afraid to kind of be lifted up. Um, and so with, with not shrinking yourself, I think it's important for us to remind ourselves not to shrink other people too. And right. that's why it's so important for me to, especially this season on my podcast, to bring other people along. Cause I'm, you're not, I'm not sure. Shr- I, don't, I don't shrink anybody intentionally ever. Um, but I think it's very easy to kind of like, be very passive about things that people are doing that you can really shed a bigger light on and let and, and help shine their light. Sometimes people don't want to let other people's light shine because they feel like it's going to dim theirs. And so we can't, we can, and I think Moesha's back on Netflix. And one of the yeah. first, one of the first few episodes was Moesha being really a big time hater with Kim when Kim made the cheerleading team. And um, who was it? Was it Q? Hakeem, Hakeem. Hakeem said it like, is, are you mad because she's no longer your cheerleader because you basically you aren't in the limelight i think some of us yeah. got to get out of our heads sometimes of being afraid to let other people's light shine um and then, then realizing that in doing so that you're you're letting yourself shine a little bit as well um and so i've really take pride and joy in in seeing and bringing you on and bringing other folks on and, and shining a light on these other people because what that in, t- in turn does for me is shines a light on me as well and I think it's a two-way street. So I love that you said it. I'm lo- I love that you said that. Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, we're, we're basically towards the end, but I want to know what kind of advice, what are some life hacks that you can offer our listeners today? Something else, because you, t- you gave us a lot of practical and useful tools, but what are some other things that you feel like um, are generic things that you feel that people can really implement in their daily lives? Uh it sounds redundant we probably heard it most of our lives but reading is essential uh i grew up not really liking books i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna lie the only book that i read was maybe are you my mother by dr seuss and i just and i I just stuck with that book for a long time like that was like my favorite book i think in high school i probably sparked note something but i just Mm -hmm. just had a negative relationship with reading Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I found a book that I actually enjoyed, which was The Alchemist. And I'm like, reading can be fun Mm -hmm. if I find things that I actually want to read. Okay. And the more and more I kept doing that, I'm like, okay, I want to learn how to grow or build connections with people. Boom. How to win friends and influence people. I want to learn more about, uh, I guess, balance. Boom. The diamond cutter. I want to learn more of how I can attract value to myself the go-giver. It's just certain books that I just like, okay, like these are the books that I intentionally want to read because this is what I 
expect to get back. Okay, cool. But I would say that, like, don't be afraid to lean into books that add value to you because if there's something that you want to add to yourself or a skill, you have to be resourceful and you have to get out of your own way. So that's one thing that I would say, like, don't be afraid to open up a book. Also, if there are certain dark clouds that have been way over your head for years, whether that's you knowing that you have certain issues with an addiction, whether that's women, drugs, sex, whatever, don't be afraid to face those addictions and release them so that you can grow into who you're supposed to be. If you notice that you have a cloud as far as a conversation that you might need to have with your parents, you can't control how they're going to respond, but I feel like it will relieve so much weight off of you to initiate or find ways to having that conversation because mm -hmm. that's been beneficial to me, who's someone who's come from teen parents who didn't always have the best communication skills with them, but over the past year, they've gotten great because mm -hmm. I had to stand up for myself and be like, mom, we don't have the greatest relationship because of X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. I live with love, but mm -hmm. I had to open the door. And the same way my dad is kind of like, because we're older now. Mm -hmm. It's not like we're mm -hmm. that four-year-old or 12-year-old or mm -hmm. 50, like we're older now. And if this is something that you truly care about, I would say find the bravery and courage inside of you to at least try to spark a combo. And if they're not open to it, that's not your responsibility. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. not. But I think that that would be very healthy. And also the resource that I said earlier as far as creating that list, as far as healthy things to help you get out of funk. But hug yourself sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like little physically hug yourself. Look in the mirror, say certain affirmations. Like, yo, you, 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 you solid. You dope. Mm -hmm. If you buy yourself, it's okay to talk to yourself. I talk to myself every night before I go to sleep and I call it, and it's, it's called downloading. Mm. So when I'm downloading at the end of the night, that's me walking myself through the day. So right before I go to sleep, I lay down, I'm like, all right. So this morning, boom, you work up, you did your affirmation, then you worked out, cool, you went to work. Then this customer was pissing you off, but I like how you reacted to it. You mm -hmm. feel me? And then this happened, this happened. Oh, you sold this many shirts. That's, you should be proud of yourself, bro. The, grand, the brand is growing. Cool. You ate that fast food, even though you knew you shouldn't. Yeah, you know I mean, you got you got to work on that. You got to mm -hmm. move the crib. And you, mm -hmm. you know, we said we was gonna work on financial literacy. So, mm -hmm. by that, boom, boom, boom. Until it's time, until I get back to my bed, it's kind of like I download what happened, and then boom, and then I go to sleep. Like so, it's certain healthy practices that I have that keep me going, but also understanding that it's okay to not have it all together. That is okay, and we're all figuring it out. Also, stop idolizing these people on social media because they figured it out. The social media is Ooh, a highlight. Can, can we, a, before we even, sorry, Quan, because you just, remember you just, you was in my DMs making that laughing emoji. Oh, yeah, yeah. We don't want to throw dirt anybody, or step, you know, dance on anyone's grave, but we were talking about, I made a post that Shave Room did about Dana Chanel and, yeah. and, you know, the quote unquote alleged scams that she may or may not be doing. And I think some people, you look at folks like her and folks that who you really believe in, the folks you really trust in, and then you feel let down by them. And, and what you're saying is so true. Be careful who you idolize. And I don't really idolize anybody. I really right. don't even align my, I don't even have a, a, a favorite celebrity or a celebrity. I don't do any of those things anymore. Um, because I find I have to remind myself, these are just people. Right. And if I'm, if I'm looking for someone to be who I need them to be, I need to look for that within myself. Absolutely. I need to be that person, but I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off, but you just reminded me of like, damn, we really be idolizing the wrong kind yeah. of people or just people. <laughs> right. Because they're, they're putting our face all the time. And I'm not gonna lie. When I first moved out here, 
I think the first celebrities that I saw were uh, Chloe and Haley, like the the girls from uh, Grown. Yes. I, I remember I saw them. I remember like I wanted. I didn't even know who they were at the time, mm. but I just knew they were. Like, but I, I remember I wanted to get a picture. I probably still got the picture. Never posted it, but I remember the people I was with. Yeah, it's kind of like, yo, like we see celebrities like all the time, kind of. And I, that humbled me because you know <laughs> we don't see celebrities. No, we day. don't. No, we don't. So, so it was that that first humbled me. But then also, the more and more I started to be around like a lot of these people or with the hundred k, the million followers, I'm like, mm -hmm. man, they regular just like us. They, yep. and we're all trying to figure it out. So that's back to what I was saying, like. Stop idolizing these people because we're all trying to figure it out. Celebrities, mm -hmm. athletes, ever. We're all people at the end of the day. Your monetary sense doesn't make you, you know, unstoppable. You just have to understand that whatever life that makes sense to you that you're trying to attract, it is attainable. Mm -hmm. But understand that you have to start where you are and not have certain expectations that people didn't even sign up for. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, it's like sometimes mm -hmm, you give mm -hmm. people expectations that they don't even know about, whether that's romantically, whether that's just people who we create idols and they don't even want to be. It's all these different things. We give them their expectations. Like, I expected you to do this and do that. So mm -hmm. now you're letting me down. And now I feel some type of way about something mm -hmm. you didn't even know about. Come on now. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's all these different things that we just have to cut this shit out. Yep. Just, that's what I mean by like, get out of our own way. And yep. you hold yourself fully accountable for everything that you're trying to attract. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of friends that I have now don't even call me as much because they know what's going to come on the other side of the phone. Yep. Yo, I'm trying to start this. Oh, you said you was going to start that three years ago. Like, <laughs> oh, they don't, you know, and that, and that be triggering some folks. Yeah. Or yo, I'm yeah. thinking about doing this. Da, 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 da. Oh, don't you got a girlfriend? I'm not court. I'm not court. Yeah. I don't always pull that card, but it's certain times to where I'm like, Yo, you can't tell me about this when this is when you're trying to do, and it's, it's just certain things that it just doesn't make sense. Stop telling me how much you're really doing this, doing that, when you're doing this and that on the side. So yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm saying it in a way to where, and this isn't at any friend specifically. I'm just oh, saying yeah. I've become that, that friend who's going to hold you accountable. Period. And, you know, I feel like we need that. We need that. And people need that. And I think sometimes being held accountable it, it seems like a personal attack to some people right they don't really they've never really been been held accountable they don't know how to even hold themselves accountable so to hear it from you someone they feel like it, it, sometimes people like to dig back and get past of like well right. you weren't always x y and z yeah i know that's why i changed right, that's right. why i am who i am right now exactly like i i i, I don't expect you to and and yo you just brought up a super valid <laughs> point it's like why are you holding me to the same standards that I was doing when I was 23? Woo. When I was 24. And if that's the only memories that you have of me, mm -hmm. then you need to really get to know this person that's in front of you now because I'm not ashamed of anything that I've done in my nope. past, but I also understand that if you're really trying to grow, then you grow. Mm -hmm. And once you grow, it's kind of like whatever. Like Malcolm X, freaking was a pimp had prospered all that and we see where he transitioned it's it's all these different people mm -hmm. who we know like though whatever but it's like this is where i am today this is how i'm communicating with you i don't care about what this is where i'm at with it today mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if this isn't the beans that you're trying to accept then that's okay as well but understand this is the direction that i'm on because i'm not going to fall or lower my vibration just so that i can meet you where you are 
this is where we're going to communicate and I'm going to be okay because I was okay before coming here. Say and that. I'm going to be okay when I walk away. But mm -hmm. this is just me communicating with you about where I am because I've taken the time to get to know who I am mm -hmm. and what I want in my life. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying anything to where I want to take anything from you. I'm not saying anything to where I'm in competition from with you mm -hmm. because I want you to have everything that's yours. Yep. So I'm only communicating the things that you told me you want me to hold you accountable. Ooh. So why are you upset at me for holding you accountable? Mm -hmm. These are things you got to heal from, which I'm not going to add your healing onto my plate. This is Come your personal now. journey. So don't try to make me feel like I'm doing anything wrong. Let me wave and, the church flag. The that, church flag. Like, yes. That's where, that's where I'm at with it. Like, you feel some type of way because I'm holding you accountable for things that you said you want to do and you want. Okay, then you got to heal from that. But yep. I'm going to continue to mm -hmm. shine. Mm -hmm. Not shine to where I want you to swing, but shine in the way it's me just getting everything that's already mine. Mm -hmm. and, sh and honestly, shine the way that you're going to want to shine too. Right. That's really what the goal is for us. Not not to, for that we have, we're, um, we're on different playing fields. Everybody's in their own lane. But I want us to be moving in the same direction. I can't be moving forward and you pulling me backward. Right. right. I, I, can't, I can't have that. It's, it's not going to work for me. Um, and, I, I, you know, I lost some people because I tried to hold them accountable. Because right. it, did, it did come off like a personal attack. It did come off like I was being hypocritical. Um, and no, I, I never claim to be perfect. But what I do, what I do tell people that, that I, I'm, what I'm working on is me. What right. I'm working on is how I show up in the world and how I show up in the lives of other people. And, and like you said, I'm not going to, you said something about like, I'm not going to take on your, your problems, your issues and put them yeah, yeah, You're healing, like your healing is yeah. not my responsibility. Yeah, it's not my responsibility. And I had to stop making people's healing and their process and their journey. That I had to stop making that my responsibility because I hadn't even handled my own. Right. I still got my own shit to worry about. And I'm here putting people, you know, putting all the nonsense on my plate. And when I'm telling you, when I took some of these things off my plate, when I, when some people felt like I was being whatever they felt like I was being, they walked out of my life. My life got so much better. Right. I, I felt, I, I felt like a whole nother kind of person. I, I felt honestly like whatever spirit or whatever energy they had put on me, it had flew, it, it left right with them. And right. I don't know where it went, but it, it left me. And I'm telling you, life really gets so much better when you do that. So I love, love, love that you said that. Something I didn't get to ask you real quick, and we, we kind of talked about it when we mentioned, you know, who we're looking up to, but are there some people that you look towards to motivate you or do you look uh, for anyone to keep you in, inspired or or do you do that on your own? Uh, when I find certain people that have different traits that I want, I try to find ways to emulating those. For example, the owner of the restaurant where I work at, he's been in the uh, restaurant industry for a little bit, but also other like just business ventures. Okay. So I'm noticing how, well, everything he pours into me, whether it's different books, politics, how the economy works, freaking, those are things that were never poured into me that I know that I should know. But also, he's not a leader that just leads from the, hierarchy and just like delegates if he needs to do something that's quote unquote beneath him even though there's he'll do it whether that's sweeping the floor to running to to the other side of town to do whatever like that's how he leads and though he can pay people to do these things that he's doing these are certain characteristics that i appreciate because it's like are we all on the same level field he even told me that like titles are self-imposed mm. he's like why do you care to be the the, the owner 
the manager mm -hmm. and different things like that is it so when people ask you who you are you can say your title and then mm -hmm. mm -hmm. focus up your chest mm -hmm. and after he kind of like really broke that down to me he was just more so like i like people who execute mm. it's this is the task do is your does your value proposition align with the task at hand mm. and it's just as simple as that i don't care where you went to school at, I don't care. It's kind of like, can you execute this objective effectively? Or not. Mm -hmm. or not? Mm -hmm. and, and it's just certain things like that. So that's someone, um, I, being that I have recently got into books heavy over the past five, six years, people who talk a lot about books, but who can also break it down and not just regurgitate. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. some it's some people who just like throwing out book titles or they might've read an excerpt or something. Like, yeah, I read this book, that book, that book. But I can tell you, the effects of all about love and what that did to me. I can tell mm -hmm. you how I'm actively applying certain things like the alchemist or how to win friends, influence people, uh, different like the, the art of seduction. It's just certain books that I can, that I read and i also apply. So it's that, but honestly, I work in Skid Row, which is one of the homelessness capital in the country. Mm -hmm. And I've had dope conversations with people experiencing homelessness and how we're so quick mm -hmm. to judge them off of their outer appearance. Mm -hmm. And what that has taught me, I gotta treat Bill Gates the same way I treat someone experiencing homelessness because you never know what's, you never Come know what's now. attached to that. And also it's like, I, I see the value in everyone. Mm -hmm. So like, I guess if, if that answers your question, it's not anyone in particular, but mm -hmm. if I notice your light or notice that you're trying to flicker is something about me that attracts you, I'm gonna help, I'm gonna try to help you buffer it by way of the things that I'm doing. Yep. You get what I'm saying? And, it's, mm -hmm. and, I just, and I just take it from there. And I like people who execute, how you execute it, doing your podcast. It's just certain things that yeah. I, I noticed from a distance, like, I know how much it took to do that. Yeah. I know how much courage, yeah. how much, it, I know it was scary to just press record that. <laughs> to mm -hmm. try to find out, dang, what's the logo? What am I going to title it? Mm -hmm. uh, I know what that process looks like. Mm -hmm. So to get to the point where you launch it, it's like, I'm proud of you. Word. Thank you, Quan. I'm proud of you too. Because I mean, you know, when you when you really put I think there's nothing more nerve-wracking than putting yourself out there the way we have done it. And, right. and nothing even more nerve-wracking than that is trying to, you know, expand your brand, expand your reach. That's even harder. Getting started right. is one thing, and then you know, some people fall off because they aren't where they think they should be in the time frame in which they have kind of set for themselves in their mind. And so that's why I had to tell something about myself in order to stay motivated for me of like, don't worry about certain kinds of milestones. I do, yes, I want to expand my voice. I want to expand my reach. I want to do all these different things, but let me keep moving in the way that I've been doing. Let me keep remaining consistent, but also look at different ways, um, different things I can incorporate in my practice, my daily practices to make sure that I'm doing what I got to do and I can actually expand that reach. Cause if I, if I know if I keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, I'm not going to get there. Right. I'm not going to get there. That's why this season was so important for me to bring people on. Cause I said, you know, it's, it's y'all heard a lot of me in season one, but it's time for y'all to hear the people who I'm, who I'm inspired by the people right. who I have conversations with. And so thank you for saying what you said. Cause yes, get pressing that submit button for the first time is scary. I actually just told, talked to my trainer about something she's working on and me and her were just going back and forth about, you know, sis, do it. How do you think I felt when I, when I made my podcast? I didn't want to press submit. 
how do you think I felt when I had to, you know, change my branding and change the logo all over again to something that, that felt more like me that I, and I love my first logo. It was amazing. Brianna made it for me and I shout out to you sis. Cause I really loved it. And then I was like, you know what? I feel the need for a change. I don't want to be scared to make a change, but let me try it out and do it anyway. Let's see what comes of it. So I, I love, I love that. And I love the people that you talk about who motivate you, that inspire you are literally people who are around us every single day. Right. As, as I find inspiration in the little the little kid trying to find a way to play basketball oh, and man, nailing real. the crate onto the wall. Like mm-hmm. that level of perseverance, that's what motiv- that's what mm-hmm. motivates me. The, mm-hmm. the person at the park trying to find a way to do a muscle, that's what motivates mm-hmm. me. It's kind of like you're I'm seeing people trying to add value to themselves. Like yeah. that's what that's what motivates me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's easy because to to not to ignore those types of things because I don't think we see it in our everyday. I know yeah. I don't see people. I work at a, a, high, a institution of higher learning, and I'm not motivated by the people right. that I work with, by the people who I'm, I'm in different spaces with. They don't motivate me. Who right. motivates me are the students that get up and go to class every day. Um, that's who motivate me. I'm working in the EOF department now. All, every student who 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 applied to be EOF, who moves through the program, they motivate me. And that's what, that's what keeps me in this field because it's not the people above me that I've really felt and I thought would be the motivators for me. It's really the students who I'm about to help, you know, successfully complete um, their degrees. So is there anything else that you want to add, Quan? Anything else you feel like is on your heart that you want to say before we get into the, the song of the week? Anything that I want to say... Uh, what's the first thing that pops up on my mind? I feel like we covered a lot of ground. I would mm-hmm. just, I would just want to tell people be, be, be proud of yourself. Be proud yeah. of yourself where you are. Understand nothing's going to come until you decide what you want. That once you decide, then that's when action comes mm-hmm. about. It's mm-hmm. kind of like you're on a swing. You got to go forward, and then you, you know, you go back. Like so, go forward. Ask yourself what that looks like, what that feels like, what that book looks like, what that quality of life that you want. Then the swing is going to go back. But on its way back, you breathe, and then you take the necessary steps to get you back to that forward place. But it's taking those necessary steps, not just speaking it to existence. I know that's a common language that everybody says every day. Speaking it to existence. Manifest this, manifest that. But a lot of people forget the bootstrap part of it. Mm -hmm. Forget the the put in the work part of it. Mm -hmm. You're not just going to speak it. Mm -hmm. It never works that way. No, You have to put it back in. It makes me think about people who say, pray on it, pray on it. But you know, I, I'm, I'm not a church folk, so please, all the church people, don't, don't slay me. But it, I mean, it's like faith in works, I think is maybe the saying or phrase, like you got to have faith and you got to pray, yes, but all that is done in the actions, the everyday things you do. You can't sit still and say, Lord, help me, and then sit in the bed, turn on Netflix and be like, oh, nothing happened today. Right, what did two you months do? later, Lord, help me. He, he said, you know, and so I, even when um, I've gotten signs and I've prayed because I've been doing a lot more prayer, I've been in church more and, and things like that. And I've, I've reminded myself that the only way that these things, the blessings that I've had so far, new job, being able to move back to a place that makes me feel at home is by, by doing by, right. by moving, by working. If I, don't, I really do feel like if I hadn't stayed prayed up, if I hadn't um, started making changes in my life, I don't know if I'd be in this position that I'm in right now. I feel like I'd probably be still back in my old apartment, back in my right. old job. Um, if the people who pushed for me, um, spoke on my behalf and, and, and championed for me, didn't do what they did, if, if and all that was done because of me, 
If I wasn't who I am, they wouldn't have, people wouldn't have put their necks on the line for Tiffany. So that just reminds me that, you know, keep doing, if you really want something, if you really want to see something happen for you in your life, like you said, it's this, you have to do the work. You can't just hope and wish and pray and manifest it and affirm it all the time. All those things are nice, but it, they have to work in tandem with the action. If right, absolutely. You, can, you can't have this or that. It needs to be both and. Absolutely. All right. So, Quan, thank you so much. And now we're <laughs> on. We are on to the song of the week, and I'm going to let Quan have this week's song. So, whatever song you pick is our song for this week. So, Quan, what what song is on your heart? Song that's on my heart is uh, "Lay Your Head on My Pillow" by Tony Tony Tone. Okay. The reason why that song is on my heart. Well, that's the song that I use for the intro of Transparency. But also, it's just like a feel, it's a feel-good song. It's a song that exudes comfort, like mm -hmm. relax. Whatever mm -hmm. has been stressing you out throughout this time, this day, this week, this lifetime, like relax. Mm -hmm. we relax and we're going to figure this out. So, trans I mean, Lay Your Head on My Pillow by Tony Tony Tone always makes me feel good. And like I said, it's a reflection to something that I decided on. Mm. Like I came up with the idea of transparency early 2018. I didn't launch it until midway slash end of 2019. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's that that's that's my song. That's my song. I love that. And especially in these quarantine times, I know a lot of us have been laying our heads on our pillows a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I'm in my bed right now. A lot lately. Um, but I think that's the perfect song and a perfect way to end this episode. So Quan, again, please share your social media handles, any information or anything that you got coming out that you're working on, you know, let us know what that is right now. No, absolutely. So uh my Instagram and all social media platforms, um at, at chef underscore beans, that's C H E F underscore B E A N Z, not S Z. Z. Chef Beans and uh also Check out the website, chefbeans.com. I just dropped this new sweatsuit jogger set that's been going crazy. It's just, I'm, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. uh, Recipe to a Woman's Heart will be done this month as far as when I'm launching it. I haven't came up with a date for that yet, but it will at least be complete this month. Okay. And other than that, season three of Transparency will be out before the year is up. Okay. Uh, coming back with that, I just told myself I wanted the book to be done first. And yeah, if 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 anything that I do inspires you, don't be afraid to let me know because words of affirmation are is my love language. Yes. So I'm extremely grateful. And like I said earlier, Tiff, I'm just happy to be here. Oh, I'm happy to have you. And and don't even and, and go a little bit further, y'all, and follow. Okay. Yeah, follow. Yeah, and yeah, share. Follow all right Follow, share, and tag or... and let him know that you shared it i think this so i was talking to someone about they were telling me like tiff i talk about your podcast with everyone who will listen i said well i'll talk about your book club with anyone who will listen i mean reading has gotten my mom to pick up a book so don't be afraid to to, to share information and to let the person know that you shared it i think that that's a motivator as well Absolutely. So um, if you want to follow me, my social media is at Legally Black. That's my personal page. The podcast that They Didn't Tell You podcast. My website, www.theydidn'tellyou.com. Uh, Quan's Song of the Week will be on season two's playlist. And all that stuff is linked in bio. Thank you all for being real ones for always coming back every single week. And I hope this episode um, fed your spirit. 
That's the right. way it fed mine. And I'm, I hope y'all a little jealous because I got fed twice. And y'all fed <laughs> once. But thank y'all so much for tuning in. And until next week, y'all. Bye. Peace out.